seed stage company. It's I funded it. The general manager from Amazon is the largest outside investor. We decided to build out a data set and then bring it to the market. So we're just announcing to the market with the first couple customers, and then raising a Series A with kind of a traditional tech Series A, which is a three million dollar equity raise. From MJ Bulls Media, it's the Raising Cannabis Capital Show. Today in Raising Cannabis Capital, we are joined by Peter Doherty from Orion Partners. Peter, welcome to the show. Thanks, Dan. Nice to be here. Well, I get the sense and I, you know, I hear this from a lot of interviews, that the cultivation sector is on the verge of a major shakeup. I, I suspect a lot of it has to do with the capacity is now meeting demands, but I just my gut tells me that this is just the beginning of it, and as laws start to change, and a lot of the artificial barriers like crossing state lines and crossing country borders are starting to be removed, this is going to be, become more of an issue. And from what little research I've done on your company, Orion Partners has created a product called Grow IQ, which we're going to talk about a lot today. But essentially, it's going to help a lot of these companies avoid this shakeup casualty and help them transition from, I love this term, tribal knowledge <laughs> when they make mm-hmm. decisions. I love that, tribal knowledge. Can you maybe start off by explaining what you mean by tribal knowledge? So what's happening in the market right now is a land grab where the multi-state operators are attempting to set up facilities around the United States and exist. And so I look at the current state of the market as being an M&A market. And that means I've acquired a property. My valuation is based on the fact that I exist and I have sub $100 million revenue run rate and I can have a multi-billion dollar market cap by just existing. And tribal knowledge fits into that from the perspective of I'm managing my production with individuals who came out of uh, either the black market or the new market, and they've been using spreadsheets and logbooks as a means of which to document how they're growing. The reason we're in business is to help the companies that decide that they want to exist after legalization in the United States, which means there's a tidal wave that's going to sweep through the U.S. when legalization happens and the state borders drop and competition opens. And that that competition is going to be based on the efficiency of growing on cost per pound, grams per kilowatt hour, and grams per light, measures of that nature. And that's essentially what we're providing to the multi-state operators today that want to start competing at scale now rather than waiting until the state borders go down. And so tribal knowledge is largely the methodology that they're using to manage that production. And what we're saying is you can move from a spreadsheet and a logbook to supervisory or fully automated command and control of production by using digital systems that monitor and provide data on how to use command and control as an asset to increase yield and manage cost. You provide that through a number of different means, using sensors throughout the facility. And I think the part that really grabbed me was that you're applying artificial intelligence and machine learning to really added horsepower to this product. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you used that term. So think of this as another gold rush. What everybody had to decide at the time of the gold rush was, do I invest in the miners? Do I invest in the mule? Or do I invest in the picks and shovels? 
And essentially what we're saying is we can provide data picks and information shovels to the miners to help them understand how to mine best. And so the horsepower, quote unquote, in this case, is the data using your own data to help understand how to optimize your processes to increase yield and con- control costs so you can compete better. Mm-hmm. Our job is to simplify it to the point where any executive and any operations manager in a facility can use this system for actionable data to provide command and control for your production. Okay. All the A, the artificial intelligence and machine learning is really great. I don't think anybody really cares about AI or ML except to the extent that it applies to their business and helping them manage cost and increase yield. And so that's really what our mission is. And I think under that same heading, a lot of people right now are thinking just this is something that I could really use, but I don't want to have to retool my whole operation. So we- Yeah, the whole notion here is there's already been infrastructure that's been built out in this case, either indoor greenhouse that's operational. And what you need to do is insert intelligence into that for command and control. Intelligence means taking the data out of the logbooks and out of the spreadsheets, putting them up into a cloud, presenting it via an interface to say, here's what's actually happening in your facility. Here's how to control it better. And the example of that is if you have a relative humidity target in your facility and you're trying to manage it to pick a number, 63% relative humidity, and you don't have really enough data to understand what's happening across the room, you don't really have command and control of your RH in your facility. And that's basically what we're providing by putting sensors in, pulling the data into the cloud, providing it back to you so you can actually know what's happening and increase the command and control by decreasing the range of your relative humidity, as for instance. The economic effect of that is really important because when you do that, you can increase your yields on percentage basis, anywhere from 5 to 20%. So if you're in a 10,000-square-foot facility, that can mean up to a million dollars a year in increase just by starting to get control of your relative humidity. Wow. So the economics are pretty compelling. I would say. And the market potential for what you have to offer is almost incomprehensible. I mean, there's just so much opportunity right now for a product like what you have. Yeah. So I was an internet company in 1998 and saw what happened when the market moved from, I'm a business plan and I can raise millions of dollars to, I'm out of business because I didn't have a real business. This is very much like 1998, if you're reading Wired Magazine or 1999, in terms of looking at a market and saying you need to transition from just existing and being an M&A company to actually knowing how to produce because there's a wall of water coming and you need to decide whether you want to have a digital life preserver or not. (laughs) And that that life preserver is how do you control your business so you can operate it at scale. And all these operators are going to go through that. My mission as a company is to make sure that we're an enabler for that outcome and that we do it at scale with the largest multi-state operators or multi-province operators in North America. Yeah, and that's a big load, especially it's front-loaded, what what you're about to do. It's very expensive upfront cost to do what you need to do. You need the key people in place and... I know this, that you're in the middle of a Series A round to help you with that process. Can you maybe talk a little bit about? Yeah, so what we decided to do was build out the data set first. So we're a seed stage company. It's I funded it. The general manager from Amazon is the largest outside investor. We decided to build out a data set and then bring it to the market. So we're just announcing to the market with the first couple customers and then raising a Series A with kind of a traditional tech Series A, which is a $3 million equity raise. Okay. Right. And if people are interested in learning more about how they can participate, 
how should they proceed? Best, best thing is email to doc at orionpartners.ai. Well, I have Peter's information on the MJ Bulls website. I'll also have Orion's partners information on the website. So if anybody is interested, you can email Peter directly or you can check out their website. Peter, thanks for being on the show today. This is uh, kind to have me on. I really appreciate it. I'll look forward to talking to you more as we progress. Thank you, Dan. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hey friends, I'm Brandon and I'm Saba and we are your host of the Cannabis Hangout podcast, an educational platform to connect with the cannabis community and share personal stories while breaking the stigma of marijuana. Join us every Sunday at 7 p.m. to gain valuable insight with different perspectives from industry leaders, growers, and medical marijuana patients. This is a place to learn so much from different angles in the cannabis industry. So tune in while we break it all down.